since the beginning of time. Since the first little girl ever existed, there have been dolls. But the dolls were always and forever baby dolls. The girls who played with them could only ever play at being mothers, which can be fun, at least for a while anyway. Ask your mother. This continued until... everyone welcome to brandon at random reviews i am your host brandon griffiths thank you for stopping by i do appreciate it if you like listening to a guy talk about one unsystematically chosen movie at a time in weekly episodes then look no further to keep up with the newest content you can find brandon at random reviews on most major video and audio platforms as well as all popular social media sites if you enjoy this please like and subscribe my apologies if this seems a little off. I'm trying out some AI options. So this episode was made with a digital clone avatar of myself. To be clear, these are all my words and I did not use AI to generate anything from a script standpoint. I'm hoping this will cut down on editing time, but who knows? Today's movie is Barbie, released on July 21st, 2023, directed by Greta Gerwig written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. For the cast, we have Margot Robbie, who I have noted here is unreasonably hot, who plays stereotypical Barbie. Ryan Gosling plays Beach Ken. Kate McKinnon plays Weird Barbie. I absolutely adore Kate McKinnon, by the way. John Cena plays Mermaid Ken. America Ferreira plays Gloria. Helen Mirren plays the narrator. Will Farrell plays the Mattel CEO, and Michael Sarah plays Alan. For casting notes, when the film was in early development in March 2017, comedian Amy Schumer was considered for the title role, as well as having involvement in writing. Schumer later said in 2023 that she exited the production over creative differences. In July 2017, Anne Hathaway was in the running for the title role before option rights on the project expired with Sony and shifted to Warner Brothers. John Cena was desperate to appear in the film and said he would take any role. When he was offered the part of Ken Mermaid, he took it instantly. Michael Sarah got his role as Alan after getting director Greta Gerwig's email from a friend and asking her if he could have a part and she had an impromptu Zoom meeting with him and gave him the part. For the plot synopsis, a real version of a popular doll lives in a land that is largely run by women, but after she starts having some unfamiliar, imperfect things happen to her, her and her boyfriend go to the real world and witness how different things are there. For the tagline, she's everything. He's just Ken. Not a fan of that tagline, by the way. It's kind of dumb. Alright guys, let's just dive right into the plot of this motherfucking movie. This one starts off with voiceover explaining how there have always been dolls, 
specifically baby dolls and how kids used to pretend they were moms and all these girls are playing on this rock formation. Then we see the original Barbie appear as a giant with that super cliche 2001 A Space Odyssey music. My sister had one of the original Barbies. I think it was a hand-me-down from my mom, which if you knew my mom, that would probably surprise you. I get the feeling she was never big on Barbies. They explain how Barbie changed everything and how she was able to be anything she wanted to be. And everyone in Barbie land lives in a world where issues that oppose feminist ideals no longer exist. They're showing stereotypical Barbie getting up and ready and the houses where she lives look like plastic toy houses full of Barbie accessories, and everyone in town is so kind to one another and shower each other with compliments. There's some town hall meeting where they discuss how being a woman gives a negative perception, but they believe their perceived shortcomings are actually strengths that make them better, which I don't understand because I thought Barbie Land already had that, so it seems pointless to bother making that argument like who is opposing you in this gathering they mention that barbie always has a good day and then we meet gosling's beach ken whose entire outlook is contingent on if barbie acknowledges him that day which might be slightly unhealthy but is also kind of on par with my romantic history beach ken hurts himself trying to do a stunt then they go to a club and dance and the established rivalry between beach ken and tourist ken that we first witnessed on the beach has them taunting one another to prove who is best. All the different Barbies seem so cheerful and stereotypical. Barbie accidentally asks the other girls if they ever think about dying and the music and everything stops and she has to act like she actually said something else. I should probably mention that this movie is deliberately super weird because everybody is made to seem so artificial with their behavior, especially during these opening scenes in Barbie land but it's becoming more and more clear that stereotypical Barbie is having an existential crisis of sorts, her mood is changing, and her feet are no longer staying on tiptoes, so her friends advise her to go seek help from the mysterious weird Barbie. Stereotypical Barbie reveals to the weird Barbie that she's been having thoughts of death. It seems like overall she's developing typical human flaws like cellulite in addition to her flat feet. Weird Barbie convinces her to find out the truth of what's going on, so she goes to the real world in a pink convertible full of delusions about how people will behave when she gets there in her convertible. It turns out that Beach Ken was hiding in the back seat and he convinces her to bring him along. But when they get there, a lot of people are really creepy and catcalling both of them. One guy slaps her ass and she punches him so her and Ken get arrested. Everything is pretty exaggerated to drive the points home about how women are viewed in society. We see a mother named Gloria and daughter named Sasha having a tense relationship, but we don't really know what that's actually all about. Barbie and Ken get out of jail and go to buy new country western style outfits and kind of go off on their own for a bit. And they're just kind of getting a dose of what real people are like. Someone at Mattel headquarters gets word about Barbie and Ken being in the real world and they decide they need to find them and stop them. But while on his way to talk to the board, the low-level employee, Aaron runs into the mother of the mother-daughter duo we just saw and her name is Gloria. She sketched up a few different Barbie design ideas, including one with cellulite and one with thoughts of death. 
Against Gloria's wishes, Aaron goes into the boardroom and interrupts all the men talking, and he shares the news about Barbie and Ken being in the real world, and Gloria overhears this while she listens at the door outside. The CEO of Mattel decides that they need to keep the public from knowing what's happening and wants to capture her in a box. Barbie goes to see Gloria's daughter, Sasha, at her school, and Sasha and her friends really lay into Barbie for what she did to set women back with her image and the things she has perpetuated. Sasha ultimately calls her a fascist, and she storms off. Ken is trying to figure out what the deal is with the patriarchy in modern times, and suddenly men from Mattel, who look like Secret Service agents, show up at the school. Sasha is getting picked up by her mom, Gloria, and sees Barbie getting taken away in the Mattel SUV. And for some reason, Gloria is very interested when Sasha reveals that she claimed to be Barbie, because we saw Gloria creating unusual versions of Barbie with cellulite or irrepressible thoughts of death. When Barbie arrives at Mattel headquarters, the CEO and board members want her to get in the giant Barbie box so she can go back to Barbie land. She mentions that they should get Ken, but a cutaway shows that Ken is already on his way back. But Barbie realizes getting in the box is not what she wants at the last minute and runs away. Rhea Perlman is waiting in a random room at headquarters, but it looks like a normal older kitchen and she's sitting at the table and Barbie just walks up and starts talking to her about how the real world isn't what she expected. Eventually Barbie is back on the run again and when she gets outside at the ground floor, Sasha and Gloria roll up and rescue her. Gloria explains how she developed the strange Barbies because she wasn't in a good place and she felt like she wasn't meeting the Barbie standard, so she projected her own flaws onto the Barbie designs, which clearly transferred to stereotypical Barbie without Gloria realizing that would happen. They still have the Mattel board members tailing them, but they get away and all three of them decide to go to Barbie land themselves and Barbie explains how very female-oriented her homeland is. Barbie is under the impression that bringing Gloria back to Barbie land will somehow resolve all of her issues, but Barbie starts to immediately notice that a lot of things are more like the real world there, and this appears to be the result of Ken spreading the word about the patriarchy to all the guys, and he's become quite a macho douchebag. Barbie notices that the other girls have fallen into new, more demeaning roles waiting on the guys. Ken breaks down and explains to Barbie that she might feel like he really screwed her over, but he says she screwed him over by marginalizing all the guys in Barbie land. The way he was treated in the real world revealed that at home he was a second-class citizen. I was like 65 minutes into this, and... The whole time I felt like the social commentaries and stuff were just so heavy-handed, and I understand that it's not supposed to be subtle, but it's so unrelenting in its message from the jump. Barbie has a huge breakdown and blames Gloria, so Gloria and Sasha decide to go back to reality, and Alan turns out to have been hiding in the back seat because he wants to go with them, but... They decide they need to go back and save Barbie Land after Sasha tells Gloria that she loves her Weird Barbie designs. The girls go to Weird Barbie's place and find stereotypical Barbie, and she's just fucking shut down, laying face down on the floor. 
Jesus Christ, Gloria tries to lift Barbie's spirits by going on a tirade where she just lists one problematic expectation of women after another, and everyone does seem to immediately find this uplifting. So the women all hatch a scheme to infiltrate and regain power from the guys by using decoy Barbies and luring the girls under the spell of the men away and getting them to do all they can to turn things around, including manipulation in an effort to turn all the guys against each other. Barbie goes to see Beach Ken, and he decides now is as good of a time as any to pull out an acoustic guitar and perform the song Push by Matchbox 20 for her. And Barbie gets a text from the rival Ken, and Beach Ken sees it and gets pissed. The guys decide to fight each other on the beach, and the Mattel board members show up. So at this point, this movie has become a full-on musical with singing and choreographed dancing and coordinating outfits. While the guys are distracted, the girls all go and vote so they can take back over, but the guys are obviously not happy when they realize things are going back to the way they were. Ken breaks down again when he comes to Barbie's house, and she apologizes for taking him for granted so often, and when he thinks she's opening the doors that any straight man would eagerly rush through. She shoots him down by telling him she has no real romantic interest. She tries to convince him to figure out his own identity outside of his affiliation with her, and all the other guys seem to like the idea of being themselves. The Mattel guys show up, and the CEO still thinks it's a good idea to go back to how Barbie Land was, but President Barbie stops him and tells him things need to change. Gloria approaches the CEO and asks about making a more ordinary Barbie, and he's not on board until one of his men points out that it could be a profitable idea. Rhea Perlman shows up, and it's revealed that she invented Barbie, and Barbie explains that she wants more than the life she's had thus far, and she wants to become a regular old human person. But... It's important to note that she would be a human that still looks like Margot Robbie, so it's not like she'd get a basic experience, but it's cool. Let's not think about that. She's being kind of, sort of, fostered by Gloria's family in the real world at the end of the movie, and her first major thing to do is to go to the gynecologist, and then we roll credits. So, praise for this movie. I think that the overall message of this movie is good, essentially being your own self and not trying to be something else or set unfair standards. This movie seemed to execute on what kind of film it wanted to be. Everything felt very much like it wanted to entertain while not wavering from its messages and tone. The cast is fairly deep and no one was phoning any of their performances in. For criticism... I had a really hard time staying focused to get through this movie. I had to start it over halfway through because I realized I missed some stuff because I had so much trouble paying attention. I think there might have been too many plot threads at play. Maybe I wasn't understanding the meanings, but it felt like a lot of stuff could have been trimmed down or cut out completely. For trivia, Barbie is 23% larger than everything in Barbie Land to mimic the awkward, disproportionate scale that real Barbies and Barbie activity sets are produced in. This is why Barbie sometimes appears too large for things like her car, or why ceilings seem to be too low in the dream houses. The swimsuit and overall look Barbie wears in the opening scene is a direct recreation of the original 1959 Barbie doll that first debuted in stores. 
When Barbie and Ken are first in the car going to the real world, the odometer on the dashboard reads 0319859, a reference to the first Barbie doll launching in March 1959. So on to info and ratings, we have a runtime of 114 minutes. This movie is rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association of America, budget $100 million. Opening weekend, $162 million. Worldwide gross, $1.4 billion. IMDb rating 6.9. Letterboxd rating 3.9. Rotten Tomato critics score 88%. Rotten Tomato audience score 83%. Personal rating 3 out of 5 stars. What can I say? I don't think this movie is terrible. It's just that I'm positive I wasn't the main target demographic that the filmmakers had in mind when they made it. But... It's also so deliberately weird, and that's generally not my cup of tea. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Please feel free to follow all of my accounts. Then maybe just take the liberty of creating several dummy accounts and following me with those too. All right, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. Bye now. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. I got us both ice cream. Cool. Hi, Barbie. 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 Oh, hi, Alan. There are no multiples of Alan. He's just Alan. Yeah, I'm Brandon at Random Reviews artwork, theme music, and podcast are written, performed, recorded, engineered, directed, and produced by Brandon Griffiths in association with Brandon at Random Reviews Entertainment.